the stovepipe sharply rattled. Laura looked up and screamed, Ma, the house is on fire. A ball of fire was rolling down the stovepipe. It was bigger than Ma's big ball of yarn. It rolled across the stove and dropped to the floor as Ma sprang up. She snatched up her skirts and stamped on it, but it seemed to jump through her foot and it rolled to the knitting she had dropped. Ma tried to brush it into the ash pan. It ran in front of her knitting needles, but it followed the needles back. Another ball of fire had rolled down the stovepipe, and another. They rolled across the floor after the knitting needles and did not burn the floor. My goodness, Ma said. While they watched those balls of fire rolling, suddenly there were only two, then there were none. No one had seen where they went. That is the strangest thing I ever saw, said Ma. She was afraid. The account I just read was written by Laura Ingalls Wilder in her book, On the Banks of Plum Creek, which is part of a series describing her memories of childhood and young adult life from the early 1900s. What was it? What strange phenomenon did she see? The word phenomenon is a word we use to describe something strange or unusual that is difficult to explain. Laura Ingalls Wilder didn't realize it, but she gave us an early written account of a very rare weather phenomenon called ball lightning. Easy Science for Kids describes ball lightning as a phenomenon of atmospheric electrical activity. But what does that mean? What is it? It's a bit challenging to understand and explain. Like lightning, it's easier to simply observe it than to try to study the science of what's happening. Lightning is difficult enough to study because it's so quick, not to mention dangerous. Ball lightning is even harder to gather information about because it's so rare. When something is rare, it means that it doesn't happen very often, almost never. It's also unpredictable, meaning we don't know when or where it will happen, at least not exactly. Based on the accounts or observations of people over decades and even centuries, here is what we seem to know about ball lightning in simpler terms. It is a mysterious, luminous ball, like a glowing light bulb, that usually only happens with thunderstorms. It only lasts a few seconds and can fade away quietly or end with an explosion. It may be the size of a pea, cantaloupe, or even larger, perhaps up to 10 feet wide. The glowing ball can be red, orange, or yellow. It seems to also have a hissing sound and a distinctive smell, and it occurs near the ground. Ball lightning is sometimes spotted near metal fences and other objects like wires. It seems they like metal objects, which would make sense. Regular lightning often strikes metal, hence the idea of a lightning rod on tall buildings to direct lightning toward it rather than the rest of the building. 
Maybe it'll help to understand the basics of lightning before we discuss ball lightning anymore. Everything around us is charged. Everything is made up of tiny particles that we cannot see with our eyes. You can think of maybe marbles. Some are positive. Some are negative. And some are neutral. I could go either way. During thunderstorms, negative ions, that would be more negative particles than positive ones, meet with positive ions from the ground. But it happens very quickly. Opposites attract. The negative and the positive ions attract each other. So basically, electricity is discharged from the sky toward the ground. So what does this have to do with ball lightning? I don't know. It's all so mysterious. We are unsure exactly how it happens, but it is obviously connected with positive and negative charges and electricity. Back to our story about Laura Ingalls Wilder and her record of it. Laura didn't say that there was thunder, but ball lightning has been seen without thunder. Ball lightning is usually described as a ball shape, and Laura described it as bigger than Ma's big ball of yarn, which fits. Ball lightning usually lasts uh, five seconds or less, and Laura's account fits with that timeline. It doesn't seem like it lasted for very long. Reports say that sometimes ball lightning has a hissing or crackling sound, and a distinctive smell. Laura didn't mention either of those, but that just might not have been something that she remembered very much, or perhaps it didn't happen. Ball lightning is often reported as attracted to metallic objects. Metallic means that it is made out of metal, like a metal fence, or in this case, it came into the house through the metal stovepipe, and the ball lightnings were attracted to her mother's knitting needles. So that matches up there too. Ball lightning seems to end in either a silent way or with a loud explosion. Laura's would have just disappeared. Still, that fits with ball lightning. So her account still seems to fit with the description of ball lightning. So Laura witnessed ball lightning in a very personal way. I have never seen ball lightning. I think I would like to, but I'm not sure yet. (laughs) Ball lightning reminds me of life and the feelings we can have. Some things in life can feel mysterious, weird, or even scary. Sometimes we are afraid of those things we do not understand in the natural world. Think about how weird it would have been if you were with Laura Ingalls Wilder watching those three glowing orbs come down the stovepipe and into your house. Pretty bizarre to say the least and downright frightening most likely. However, if someone had been there to explain what it was, that it was ball lightning and some of the reasons that acted that way, I think we would have been along with Laura a little less afraid. So, like life, when you feel afraid in life, you can tell yourself truth statements. Do you feel unloved? The Bible says God loves you with an everlasting love. Do you feel alone? God reminds us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. 
Do you feel ashamed of something you've done? I know I do. God's word tells us that he knows what we've done, but he still accepts us. Dear listeners, you are valuable. You are cherished. God has a plan for your life. You can trust him. And now, here's a clue about our next episode. It's one word, marching. I'm still Moose Jaw Map. Until next time, keep exploring your world. <laughs>